Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio controlled. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony CC. Tony CC. Welcome to another While My Batteries Charge podcast, guys. Happy New Year. This podcast is brought to you by Venom Power. You guys know that Venom batteries are what power my RC vehicles, whether I'm in the sky, on the ground, in the water. Uh, I use Venom batteries exclusively. That's what I've been using since I first got into the hobby, and they've treated me well, and so that's what I run. Uh, So, what a year, you guys. 2019 was awesome. I look forward to a really awesome 2020 as well. Um, so many really, really cool vehicles. We'll talk about a few of my favorites in this episode. We'll also talk about kind of what we're going to be doing with the channel going forward this year. Ask questions of what you guys want to see more of and yada, yada, yada. That kind of stuff. Lots of things to cover. Try and still keep it brief for you guys. I know that everybody's limited on time that they can spend in media because they've got their own things to be doing. So uh, first things first, uh, let's talk about the new year. You know, this past year has been awesome for CCXRC. Uh, For one, we've had a lot of growth on our channel. We hit the 25,000 subscribers on YouTube, which was amazing to hit we've had tons and tons of views you guys it's been really just um you know humbling to see the response that the channel has had and uh you know we, we're trying to just put out more content that you guys want to see and uh keep pushing the the hobby forward and i think that's what i love about 2019 because i feel like in the years that i've been into the hobby which is you know starting like 2013 now six years or so um I've seen the most advancement so far, it feels like, in 2019. The company's pushing the envelope, lots of huge releases. Arma had a bunch of them. Trax has had a bunch of them. Uh, we had Red Cat with their new Axe Edition. Uh, you know, Spectrum's pushing new stuff. They've got smart batteries. They've got smart systems. They've got all of this smart stuff that they've got going and pushing. They've got motors and ESCs and new controllers for air. And, you know, it's been, it's been crazy to see the innovation that's been coming out for the hobby. And so that's something that is exciting to see, you know, competition's good as well between the different brands. Axial had, uh, their new Capra come out with the dig. They just announced the, uh, SMT 10 is back. And so, I just felt like there was so much going on in 2019. Uh, Axial Fest looked really huge. Uh, I went to the Horizon RC Fest in uh, Illinois, which was amazing. Um, You know, the monster truck stuff that I've been doing with No Limits and Showdown and Jake Concepts and what they're doing, Proline, what they're bringing to market. Um, It's just awesome to see, and it excites me. Uh, and there's been some people that have really been, you know, harping on me saying that I'm sold out to certain companies or I'm, I'm only saying things cause I want to get sponsorships or whatever. And I honestly, guys, I spend tons and tons of my personal money, uh, because of YouTube, because I do make some money on YouTube from the views and things like that. I put back into YouTube, I buy stuff to be able to show on YouTube. And so, you know, that's not 
you know, free stuff doesn't really sway me one way or another because I'm buying the stuff that I want to show on the channel anyway. Uh, you know, it definitely helps. I'm not going to not going to lie and say that it doesn't help to not have to buy everything, but it's not pushing my opinions one way or the other. Um, so when I get into some of this, we'll we'll, uh, we'll talk about that a little bit. But uh, I really do wish the best for every company because, again, that means better stuff for us, the user, to have in our hands and to be able to play with. Um, and that's the end goal, like making sure that new people get involved in the hobby, even with some of the race stuff, you know, in the monster truck things, you know, I do one of the podcasts on whether or not it's exclusive. Can we, are we being inviting the new people coming into it? Cause that really is for me, what drives me about the hobby is getting new people involved because I have such a good time doing RC stuff and I want more people to know about it. Uh, so anyway, um, getting to it, let's talk about a few things. Uh, I do have some questions about what we can do with the channel going forward in the new year. And I'll make a note to myself right now to get back to that in just a minute. But there's a few vehicles I definitely want to talk about uh, that came out this year or that I got my hands on. And, you know, I can't buy all of them uh, because it is expensive for me. And I buy quite a few of them. And so I want to talk about some of the vehicles that I saw that came out this year that really kind of uh, impressed me or maybe I was even shocked about. So that's what we're going to quickly do here. Uh, first of all, I think one of my favorite RCs that came out this year was the low C tenacity DB pro. Now there's people that have had their tires come uh, unglued and things like that, which are smaller issues to me, as long as the regular, you know, main part of the drivetrain is holding together. You're not blowing out diffs or breaking things every time you touch it or look at it. Uh, that's what I'm looking at. Uh, you can re-glue tires. It is a bummer that they did come unglued. I'm not going to, you know, sugarcoat that. That shouldn't happen. Uh, few of the people that did have that happen, because mine did not come unglued, did uh, leave the, the um, bigger pinion on when they went to 3S, which is something that they say to change and they give you the, the gear to switch to when you do go to 3S. And so they were running more power through it. But it's still, I mean, the tires should be able to hold up to that. But honestly, it flies awesome. It handles great. It's well built. The spectrum system in it's awesome uh, for my use so far. I love the ability to track the speed with it on the controller or through the app. It's just, uh, it's a cool system. And uh, I love that it came out. It reminds me of my low C10 SCTE from back in the day. I had the 1.0 and I loved it. It was the RTR that I had. And the fact that they brought the price down, because when I got into it, it was like 500, 550 for the SCTE as a ready to run. That's back when they had the blue motors with it. Uh, and they had just switched over to um, the uh, reaction, well, dynamite motor systems or fuse uh, motors. Uh, and so that's what they sent me as a replacement because I did have something go wrong with my ESC and they sent me a new ESC. Uh, Anyway, it reminds me of going back to those days and it just, it's awesome. And it coming in at the price that it came in at, uh, is pretty cool. They've shaved so much money off of these cars. That's the other cool thing I've seen in 2019. Um, so let's talk about some of the other cars. Uh, so that's one of my favorites. I think probably my overall favorite in like the one tenth scale, uh, is probably the Creighton 4S. Now I say that with a caveat. Um, I love how it handles. I love uh, 
so much about this car, but I do feel like the arms were not up to par. They were braking. Uh, lots of people were feeling them, you know, having them break. But I put the RPM arms on it and haven't had any issues. I've beat it up like crazy, crashed it so hard. And, uh, you know, those arms totally take it up a notch in durability. And it was like 30 bucks. So 430 bucks in, and it's a really, really sweet truck. Um, but the handling of it is what's just really impressive to me. Uh, you know, because the Traxxas Max came out, and I definitely say that's the most durable truck I've ever driven. And I love that about it. But it's really hard to drive. I gave it to my brother this past weekend, just yesterday actually, and said, hey, drive this. And it's really hard, you know, for him to just pick up and drive. He doesn't drive RCs that much, but they came into town. And I've given their kids some um, an RC, and they left with another one this, this trip. But uh, I gave him that one to just say, I'm like, dude, just try it. You can't break it. So here, just have fun. And he was saying how hard it was to control you know, he'd drive it, then break, and it would tumble forward on braking, or you'd turn and it'd roll over. Uh, some of that they're trying to address with longer arms, and, it, you know, that may change it, just like with the Creighton 4S needing different arms to be more durable. Maybe the, the Traxxas Max is going to be better handling when they put the wider arms on it. We'll see if the durability goes down or not, but uh, I am excited that that is happening because that's one of my biggest complaints about that. Otherwise, it would be up there as probably my favorite car of the year. But I just, the handling, there's just not handling to the, the vehicle. Um, and so beyond just bashing, mm, I don't I don't like it because I can't control it and I'm constantly rolling over. Thank God for their, uh, <laughs> their auto flip uh, to get you back on your wheels because you're always on the lid. Uh, but it's it's a pretty cool truck, you know, getting beyond that. If that's all you bought this year, you should be happy. Uh, but I really do. I like the Creighton 4S. The price point's awesome. That was the other thing with the Max. I paid 600 for mine with the light kit. The light kit's a joke uh, for this truck, in my opinion. It's a basher. The body cut through the wires of the light the way that they route them, and it's just not cool. Anyway, I, I'm just, I was, I'm really still just frustrated about the light kit thing for that. And that I paid 70 bucks more for it. And it just was a joke. Um, so shockers for me for the year, there's a couple of the vehicles that shocked me. Uh, and so this is one tenth scale that we're talking about still. Um, you know, there's a couple of fifth scale we'll talk about that I got this year. Cause I've got several now. Uh, but the, Kyosho Madvan just came out and I just got it and it is probably the most fun truck that I drove all year where I took it out of the box and just drove it as it was for a brush vehicle and it was awesome. I absolutely loved it. Smile on my face the entire time. 220 bucks. 14 turn brush motor. Awesome. Looks cool. You know, takes me back to my childhood driving around in my dad's vans. But it's a monster truck, which, again, for me is a selling point. I like monster trucks. So um, there is definitely bias toward monster truck vehicles on this channel. I'm not going to lie. Uh, so there's a bent there. Just for under $300 new vehicles, that's my favorite one right now. <laughs> uh, the Granite's pretty cool. That came out, the BLX one. I don't know if it was this year now. 
um, or last, uh, and I don't have that in front of me. It feels longer than this year ago, uh, but anyway, really cool, fun truck. It goes 22 miles an hour. Doesn't need to go faster. Everybody wants it to go brushless with it, or me to go brushless, and I, I'm not at that point. I just love it as it is, and that's how I'm going to run it. Reminds me of my two-wheel drive sta- uh, stampede slash. I was going to say slash stampedes, and uh, they're just fun to run out of the box. This has way, way better handling than a stampede, uh, which has their own, you know, fun factor different. Um, so that was kind of an whoa, kind of shocked. I liked it when I saw the pictures of it. Then I saw it in person, walked away from it. It seemed too small, whatever. Everybody, though, I posted a picture on Instagram was like, do it. So I went back the next day and got it, and I'm so glad I did. Because you guys are going to see me running that thing all the time. Maybe not on the channel, but through Instagram, little videos. That thing's going to be running a lot. Um, The other one that I really, really liked was uh, the Kyosho Outlaw uh, Rampage. I forgot that I had that Kyosho. So I was saying I don't have many Kyoshos, but that's a Kyosho as well. And I love that thing. Uh, two-wheel drive, like, trophy-looking truck. Super fun. Um, again, not for bashing, going fast, whatever. It just is what it is. And and for now, I'm, uh, now that I'm realizing that that's two Kyoshos that shocked me this year, um, the main thing I like about the Outlaw Rampage Pro is the way it looks when it jumps with those long trailing arms in the rear and the way they just drop out of the body when it jumps. It just looks so scale. Uh, so that was a shocker. The other shocker for me, um, was, uh, two things from Axial actually. So the first one is the Can-Am Pro. That thing is so much fun. It's their Yeti Jr. Can-Am Pro, you know, blown away again by this thing. And it's not about the fast ones. Everybody's, you know, so intrigued by the fast ones. This year I found myself really drawn to the still bashers are, are running them, you know, fast, but they aren't super fast. Not like the the Creighton 4S and all that that are like 50 miles an hour plus. The ones that are just a good old time in the front yard, driveway, backyard, you can run them anywhere. And so this little thing is awesome. Uh, that and the, uh, the little ones that they have out that are the 124 scale crawlers that Axial has, the SCX 24s. Uh, I've tried a bunch of the micro crawlers in the past and, uh, you know, didn't use them because they were no fun. That is not the case with the, uh, SCX 24s. They're capable. There's lots of hop ups coming out for them now, and they're just fun to drive around in the house and drive them over stuff take them outside and put them on little rocks, whatever you want to do, you can find terrain to run them on. And so that's been really cool. So, um, uh, what did we do? We had the, uh, on road, one of the first ever on road cars that I've actually liked, which was the infraction. That thing was super cool. Smoking tires that came out this year and, uh, blew my mind. <laughs> It did. It literally blew my mind doing the oval track with it, all of that kind of stuff. And so I, I really, really love that thing. Uh, another thing that came out this year that kind of shocked me and uh, with the fun factor was the uh, Sen Racing, the HL150 or the B50. 
um, solid axles. And so I love solid axle monster trucks. That's what we race here. And so it was cool to see those come out and, uh, come to the market. They, um, you know, they're not as big and competitive with some of the other vehicles that we have. Uh, but they have a really good fun factor for bashing around the yard. Cause they kind of feel like a clod buster that's fast and they kind of bounce around and they're just fun as a monster truck. Um, but you know, I, I wouldn't put them as like winning on any list, but they definitely were, are enjoyable and I still run them and I race them and I still have a blast with them. So it was just over a year ago that I got my low C five T um, and that thing has been awesome. The, the 2.0 that came at the end of last year, but we really started running it this year and that's been one of my favorites. And that kicked my love again for the fifth scale and first time ever with like the gas powered ones. And so from that, now I now have a Baja sprint, which is an HPI. It's an old one uh, that I got used and it's awesome. Um, but last year I did try the 24 scale barrage before Christmas, wasn't really thrilled or blown away by it. And then it was in December that I got the granite uh, BLX for the first time. So that was the past one. Um, then the uh, the Sentin 3S, we picked up two of those this year for my boys to run and to race. And those have been just durable trucks like nobody's business. Um, so lots of stuff coming through. This year we did the Tamiya Grand Hauler build and that started up and I finally finished it. It took like seven months, I think, to finish that thing up. It was forever, uh, just with a lot of breaks and pauses and all that kind of stuff in there. Uh, but we did a lot this year, you know, from all of that to, um, I'm looking at my YouTube page right now. And so it says one year ago, uh, we had the spare parts Jeep that we built. Then it went into like, uh, the low C stuff it says it was a year ago. And then, um, so really my first time getting that and running that was like a Toys for Tots race for the low C5T back uh, last year, December. Then the granite came out. So the this year starting into it was, uh, I remember now, for my birthday, I got my first drift car, the RMX uh, 2.0 by MST. Uh, got into Mini Z racing. Right after that, those came in and they started racing those. Not really racing them, but they had a track at the uh, local hobby town. We got into that. Then me and my son built the Tamiya Bagaira, which was a really awesome vehicle, fun build, and love how it handles uh, on road. Um, we got the Tamiya Grand Hauler there. That was about 10 months ago, so February, March. Um, the Reflex 14B. Then uh, we had 20,000 subscribers nine months ago. Uh, the BMRC Racehorse chassis came in, got the Monster Slash. Did some stuff with that. Went to the Solid Showdown. Um, the Sin Racing Fiat we got. The B50. Uh, the HL150. We did the 1RC Racing Midgets. The ECX Brutus. I mean, it's been a crazy year, y'all. Then we went to the No World, uh, no Limit RC World Finals at Digger's Dungeon. The week after that, uh, we went to the Horizon RC Fest in Illinois. Tons of stuff there. That's where I was able to pick up the Arma Infraction that they had for sale there. Did monster truck racing. Uh, got a new Atomic RC Barbed Wire XL. Um, the XL2 and the uh, 
the barbed wire three came out. Um, we did the ECX temper two, the Cin American force, uh, truck. <laughs> I'm just looking there. So many, the actual race 1.9s I got from my kids when our first video on YouTube hit over a million views. Um, did an interview with Jason Rona, also one with the Cox brothers. Um, started doing more and more oval racing. My kids did that. Then we started uh, RC Conspiracies. So that really started taking over a lot of the second half of 2019. Um, started about four months ago is when that kicked off. And uh, then from there on, just started doing them every week. And so that's a lot of the content for that second half of the year. Uh, Arma hit 10 years, so we got that anniversary edition, went and bought the Tenacity DB Pro. Um, then we got the Traxxas Max when that came out. And uh, drove the Glamosphere from RC Basher Boy. Then I went to camp, and we did. I bought the Kyosho Outlaw Rampage, took it there. Then the Creighton 4S. And so, yeah, low CDBX LE 2.0 and the Creighton 8S got two electric fifth scales. Uh, took those, uh, took the Creighton to Digger's Dungeon. Um, yeah, and then we got a couple of small scale stuff. I've got a few things that don't count as new stuff, but Claude Busters. And I'm working on a custom uh, Donald Jenkins uh, rock bouncer I'm still working on right now. Um, and then I, I scored a couple of old stampedes that I wanted the son of a digger and the 30, uh, 30th anniversary edition grave digger, uh, USA one Claude Buster, just so many things. We got the, um, the Traxxas on road car, uh, that I picked up from a buddy and then the Kyosho mad van kind of really to round it off. Oh, and the axial Capra was in there too, which I still haven't been able to drive yet. Uh, I got the RTR. Um, and the low C mini T 2.0, as well as the micros that I talked about. So it has been a very, very full year on our channel. Uh, we also started this podcast as a way to just kind of give people things that they can do if they can't watch videos, give you more behind the scenes, kind of talk stuff like this. Um, and so it's been really, really cool. So back to the fifth scale, the Creighton 8S came out and the low C DBX LE 2.0. Everybody wanted an X-Max killer, but that's not what Arma ever promised us. Um, they'd never use that verbiage and they gave us a Creighton 8S, which I think is pretty awesome. Uh, it handles well, it jumps well, but it doesn't do all the flips and stuff that people want to do with an Arma. And so, you know, some people are definitely disappointed by it. I really like it. People always ask me, though, this or the DBXLE 2.0. I had the DBXLE 1.0, so I'm already biased toward that vehicle. I think it's an amazing electric fifth scale vehicle. However, there's things that I wouldn't do with that that I would with the Creighton. Uh, and that's big air jumping because of the cage on the DBXLE and the weight of it and the way it slams down and the interior guys, it's better long jumping and not as high. Um, you just want your momentum to be carrying forward all of that inertia when you land instead of coming downward because it does have a tendency. And my other one, I cracked the, just by landing heavy, it cracked the, the mounting point of the cage for the body. 
So, but knowing that and knowing the limitations and what it is, that thing is just an awesome ripper to just tear things up. And so that's what I like about it. The Creighton kind of does the same thing, but like as a monster truck, um, you know, both of them have metal chassis. Both of them have a wing. Uh, the Creighton just has bigger tires, you know, wide stance with those arms. Uh, and I feel okay jumping it higher. And so there's that fun factor to it. Um, and it's starting to, now that I put a 23 tooth pinion on it, I'm, you know, my opinion on it's changing onto which one I may or may not like better, but they're pretty neck and neck right now. Um, but I wouldn't want to crash either of them. Like I would the plastic lighter weight X max that I have now. Mine's only six S. Uh, so there's that. But the TBXLE does have a few finishing touches that they've done with it that just are a little nicer. It's got a true fifth scale motor in it. Uh, it's got the boots that go over the shocks and over the drive shafts to the diffs to kind of keep dirt out. Uh, but it costs like $200 more. <laughs> so um, there is that as well, the cost difference between them. So, you know, I feel like they handle very similarly in some ways. Uh, and so if the money is an issue, the Creighton's still an awesome vehicle at that. Uh, and it, they're just, they're really, really awesome performers. And so if you want something that's going to, you might want to flip with or whatever, you know, the X max might be, you know, still something to, to lean toward. Uh, but I also have the Sen racing, uh, American force Reaper, which is like an X max. And that comes in at like six ninety nine, I think. Uh, for the Reaper, it's it's even cheaper than all of them out there. And so there's that as well. But, uh, the, you know, there's there's several big ones that, the, that you have to choose from. And um, I'm just trying to pull up the price here. Yeah, $700 for the American Force Reaper. The other ones are at about $900 and $1,100. So big, big savings there, but that's only 6S. The 8S is now the X-Max is also handling 8S as well as the DBXLE and the Creighton 8S. So um, it's definitely a smaller package as far as um, motor and all of that go, but it can rip on 6S pretty good. So especially if you uh, turn up the, the punch on it. Uh, so that's kind of a little fifth scale talk with the electric stuff that's coming out. One of the best things that did come out this year uh, for large scale, though, is the Primal RC Raminator, the fifth scale, true fifth scale, massive monster truck, gas powered, and it's a beast. And my hat's off to those guys because they created a monster. It it literally is so massive, and uh, the weight of it is insane, 80 pounds, um, and they get that thing moving. So, um, if you've seen videos on that, if you've seen it in person, you've seen the detail work that they've done. The machining is amazing on it. Um, but there's a $3,000 price tag that makes it hard to, for people to jump into. I know it's kept me from getting one so far. I'm trying to figure out ways to not keep buying all this little stuff that I do on the channel and save that money for a bigger thing. But there's that, f you know, that, tough part for me where it's like I need content for YouTube and so a bunch of smaller things um, to post gives me more views and more content that people are interested in because 
they can afford those things, first of all. Uh, but if I buy a $3,000 truck, I'm going to want to spend all my time running that thing. And it's something that people will get tired of because they can't afford it and they want to see other things. And so it makes it hard for me to balance that and know that, you know, some of these things that I buy, I get some of the money back because of views and, and whatnot. Um, that thing is a lot harder to recoup the money that I would put into it. So like the Kyosho Madvan, um, that thing surprisingly has had some of the most views for my normal videos posting them. You know, I post usually at midnight or one or two because I don't get to work on it until late at night. Most people don't really understand my schedule. They think I have a whole lot of time to dedicate to RC and to whatever, but I literally just find time wherever I can. If I, you know, a, a work meeting ends early or whatever, I'll, you know, go out on my lunch breaks, try and get footage during daylight hours and then do family stuff, finish work, all of that. And then at night, try and carve out a couple hours to edit and post it and do all the other stuff. Um, and so I'm, I'm actually very limited on time that I get to get out and, and run them and then also work on them because if something breaks, then I have to either not edit in the evening so I can work on them or, or all of that. So uh, I start to get like a pileup of things that are broken and then eventually I'll try and get a, a Saturday where I'm like, can I just do this instead of the honeydew list that I have just spend a day fixing all my RC cars. Um, anyway, uh, I don't even know where I was going with that, but, uh, <laughs> we were going somewhere and then I rabbit hold. Um, but yeah, so, oh, it's the, the send. So it's, it's tricky, for, you know, as far as that one is done really well, you know, 3000 views in less than 24 hours. And, uh, you know, so that one, you know, makes some of the money back, um, that I've invested and it's a cheaper car. And so if I put out enough videos with that and they all get a certain amount of views, it adds up over time. And, it, you know, I, I can see the, you know, I might recoup half of it or, you know, a third of it, um, if I'm lucky, you know, so, uh, but overall the whole channel and all the videos and whatnot, you know, it brings in enough that I have some money every month to kind of spend and figure out if I'm going to fix something or get something new or, or what I'm going to do. Uh, and I'm usually trying to listen to what you guys want to see or what you think is interesting and then try and go down that route and see if we can, uh, to make some content that, you know, is beneficial to you guys, uh, maybe help save you money if it's not any good or lets you at least understand what you're getting into. Uh, if you do get one, and I'm not the most knowledgeable person in the world about RC either. So, you know, I'm coming to it from the standpoint of I'm just showing you what I got and what it does. And I can't speak too much to some of the other stuff that you guys do to, to really hop them up. Uh, but I can give you kind of the baseline of them and what I, I see and don't see in them, what I feel about the handling and all that. But it, it can at least give at least a little bit of a perspective. You can visually see how it's running. And so I've actually changed the way that my videos work. I used to do really high, you know, not high end, but they were decently edited um, music video type, um, almost like the trailers that the companies put out. And uh, everybody said, we just want to hear you run it and see it in longer form, which is what I've been doing in my backyard, uh, because you can see that I'm not, I'm not faking things. I'm not just you know, hitting the same corner a hundred times until I finally get it and then put that in the video. You see it long-term running and what it's doing, if it's rolling over all the time or 
you know, how it's landing and um, how it sets up for the next jump or whatever. And so I've, you guys have told me that. So I changed that, you know, my bent is more towards the commercial side, make it look really cool. Um, but I do understand where you say, well, the company's doing that and they just do it to make it look good. Is it really good? And so that's where you can get a better sense of how it's handling when you're just seeing it operate in front of you. So that was one change that I did that I wasn't wanting to do in the beginning of the channel. Uh, and we've done now and we've actually gone more that we still do some that are kind of like the, the, um, the crate nade S at diggers dungeon that just felt like it needed to have that over the top, you know, editing and, you know, filming, uh, not be a whole lot of talking, just kind of really cut up the video to the best shots. And so we did do that, but we also gave you the ones where you see it just running nonstop. So, um, all things in guys, the thing that I want to know, I'm going back to the channel. I don't know what I've hit on. Okay. So my favorite, I think RC that came out, um, that I get the most use out of now that I can actually race it is the Creighton 4S. Cause that works in our race scene. And so that's part of my reasoning for it being chosen as well. Everybody's going to choose different things. That's my favorite, um, kind of basher of the year. Uh, when you do put the RPM arms on it. Um, the max, I definitely think is the most durable of the fifth scale electrics that came out. I would lean toward the low C DBX LE, uh, as my favorite of the year in that scale that came out. Um, uh, but the Creighton ADS, what now that it's got some upgrades is really caught up to it. Uh, but out of the box, I would say the DBX LE 2.0 was, um, a better truck in my opinion, uh, for what I use it for, uh, the shock to me, can't believe they were as good as they were was the Kyosho mad van. And then the, um, the can am by axial, and then also the, uh, SCX 24s. So those are smaller scale vehicles that did shock me. Um, and then, yeah, I don't do really do racing any of that. You know, I'm glad the, the SMT 10 is back out. For, uh, for racing, a lot of cool custom stuff. I've got the Pro C we got this year by Freestyle RC. That deserves a mention. Um, amazing, amazing vehicle uh, that Josh Zimmerman has put together. Uh, but it's totally custom, and you pay a lot to get it that way. <laughs> so uh, as far as new vehicles, though, that are on the market, you can get in your, your hobby shops. I think those are probably my, my favorite. Um, the Creighton 4S and uh, yeah, that would be my basher favorite for the year. Uh, I've never driven the 6S, so I can't go there, but price point kind of weighs into that for me. Uh, and I'm also going based on what I've shown on my channel. And so I did not have a 6S. I did get the Outcast, but those are kind of older vehicles. It's like not new, new. And so that's also why the 4S is a new model. And um you know, that's kind of also why that ranking is where it is. And, uh, the max, if it performed better without rolling and all that probably would have been top dog because the durability is un unbelievable. Um, so, all right guys, well, that is it. Uh, we went really, really long on this episode. There was a lot to talk about from last year, kind of the cool stuff with the channel going forward this year with the channel. Um, I want to know from you guys, do we do more live streams? 
beyond even just the uh, um, <laughs> RC conspiracies? Or do we just leave it with the RC conspiracies and um, that's it? You know, in my mind, there's times where I'd want to just do, you know, just kind of Q&A type stuff. But uh, I don't know if those are valuable to you guys or not. Um, so I do definitely participate in other people's live streams as well. So the Tank RC, I'm a pretty regular in, as well as Steve OD from the 313. Uh, and so those ones kind of have that multi-person chat in it. Um, I don't do that on my channel, uh, but I'm trying to get more guests in uh, for the uh, the RC conspiracies. Um, so that's how I want to do it, where it's it's more controlled uh, conversation and dialogue, and uh, then using the comment section to get questions and input and all of that. So, um, but do we want to do more of those beyond the conspiracy stuff or not? Uh, any type of videos that you guys want to see? per se this year, um, more on road. Maybe we're, we're also getting a new RC track that's opening here. Um, uh, coastal RC in, uh, the Chesapeake area, Virginia beach, Norfolk kind of Hampton roads. And, uh, it's going to be indoor carpet. They're going to have on road, off road drift. I think crawling. I think there's like an oval in there on road. It looks like it's going to be an amazing place. I, they're already showing some run footage. They're almost ready to open the doors. And so you guys will be seeing probably that kind of content again, like I used to do at Debbie's RC world interjected in as well. So I'm really excited about that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about 2020 and I hope that it's just as good as 2019 and better because 2019 was pretty awesome in the hobby uh, world. So, um, at least from a consumer standpoint, <laughs> prices came down quality and the speed and all of that went up. And so it's been awesome. Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in to another while my batteries charge podcast. And, uh, we look forward to 2020 with you on here. Also let us know any things that you'd like to see on this particular podcast going forward. And, uh, we'll be doing some interviews and stuff like that with people, um, as well. And, uh, just kind of bringing you a lot of content. So thanks for tuning in. Hope you guys had an awesome new year and a, an awesome 2019. Here's to 2020. Hope you guys get out there and you have a fun RC in this year. Yeah.